God bless you, God bless you, God bless you, and God bless even you. Welcome to the Midweek Power Nugget, where 15 minutes of your day can change, will change. If you allow God to speak to your heart, it will transform your thinking and your way of looking at life. So grateful to God for yet another opportunity for us to come together and to study his word Early in the morning shall we seek him. Let us pray. Our gracious Father and our Lord, we do now thank you, God. We thank you for life, health, and strength. God, we thank you on this day, this day, a day before what uh, uh, the U.S. uh, considers to be a significant holiday. God, we give you thanks before the Thanksgiving holiday, recognizing and realizing that every day, is a day of thanksgiving. We thank you, O God. Why? Because you woke us up this morning, because you clothed us in our right mind, because you gave us a reasonable portion of health and strength, because you gave us the ability of our limbs, because you've given us just another moment, another day to give you thanks and praise. And so for that, God, we say thank you. We thank you, God, for uh, those that have assembled on this morning, oh God, that they've taken of their sleep, they've taken of their daily preparation time just to hear what you have to say to us today. God, we're never disappointed when your word speaks to us. Your word speaks life to us. Your word speaks peace to us. Your word speaks joy to us. Your word gives us guidance and direction on how to make decisions in our life. Your word is life-giving to us, and it is life-changing. And we are so grateful on today to be a part of those that have an opportunity to hear your word. Now, God, speak to us today. Speak to us, O oh God, so we will not be able to deny that we have heard your word. God, we pray on today that your word would transform us, it would change us, it would speak to us, God. And Father, we pray on today, God, that we will never be the same because we have heard your word. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank God again for you assembling on this morning uh, where you uh, may be laying in your bed, where you may be uh, 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 brushing your teeth, where you may be uh, uh, assembling your items to get in your car, or where you may just be getting that cup of coffee and sitting at your kitchen table. Wherever you may be, I thank God for your presence on this morning. On this morning, our journeys take us to First Chronicles, the 16th chapter. And I'm going to read a little long today, uh, but I think it's important uh, for us to hear what God has to say to us. I will be reading the entire 16th chapter of 1 Chronicles, the entire 16th chapter. And I'm going to read from the version called The Message. It reads as follows. They brought the tent, the chest of God, and placed it right in the center of the tent that David had pitched for it. Then they worshiped by presenting burnt offerings and peace offerings to God. When David had completed the offerings of worship, he blessed the people in the name of God. Then he passed around to each one there, men and women alike, a loaf of bread, (laughs) love the message, a slice of barbecue, and a raisin cake. Then David assigned some of the Levites to the chest of God to lead worship, to intercede, give thanks, and praise the God of Israel. 
Asap was in charge. Under him was Zechariah, Jehiel, Shemoramoth, Jehiel, Matthias, Elab, Benaiah, Obed-Edom, and Jael, who played the musical instruments. Asaph was on percussion. The priest, Benaiah, and Jehazel blew the trumpet before the chest of the covenant of God at set times through the day. That was the day that David inaugurated regular worship of praise to God led by Asaph and his company. Thank God. Call out his name. Tell the whole world who he is and what he's done. Sing to him. Play songs for him. Broadcast all his wonders. Revel in his holy name. God seekers, be jubilant. Study God and his strength. Seek his presence day and night. Remember all the wonders he performed, the miracles and judgments that came out of his mouth. Seed of Israel, his servant. Children of Jacob, his first choice. He is God, our God. Wherever you go, you come on his judgment and decisions. He keeps his commitments across thousands of generations. The covenant he commanded, the same one he made with Abraham, the very one he swore to Isaac. He posted it in big block letters to Jacob, this eternal covenant with Israel. I give you the land of Canaan. This is your inheritance. Even though you're not much to look at, a few straggling strangers. They wandered from country to country, camped out in one kingdom after another. But he didn't let anyone push them around. He, meaning God, stood up for them against bully kings. Don't you dare touch my anointed ones. Don't lay a hand on my prophets. Sing to God, everyone and everything. Get out his salvation news every day. Publish his glory among the godless nations, his wonders to all races and religions. And why? Because God is great, well worth praising. No god or goddess comes close in honor. All the popular gods are stuffed in nonsense, but God made the cosmos. Splendor and majesty grow out of him. Strength and joy fill his place. Shout bravo to God, families of the people, in awe of the glory, in awe of the strength. Bravo. Shout bravo to his famous name. Lift high an offering and enter his presence. Stand splendid in his robes of holiness. God is serious business. Take him seriously. He's put the earth in place and it's not moving. Glory to God. So let heaven rejoice. Let earth be jubilant and pass the word among the nation. God reigns. Let ocean all teeming with life bellow. Let field and all its create creatures shake the rafters. Then the trees in the forest will add their applause to all who are pleased and pleasant pleasant present before God. He's on his way to set things right. Give thanks to God. He is good and his love never quits. Say, save us, Savior God. Round us up and get us out of these godless places so we can give thanks to your holy name and bask in your life of praise. Praise be God, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. Then everybody said, yes, Amen and praise God. And God 
is worthy to be praised of his word. I'm just going to stop right there. Glory to the Lamb of God. <coughs> On this morning, with the few moments that I have left, I just want to say gratitude changes everything. Gratitude changes everything. You all, in this passage, in First Chronicles 16, uh, I read the first 36 verses, we experienced those that were with King David giving thanks to God and reciting the reasons why, the reasons why they were in gratitude to God. You all, as we sit and we ponder on this day, why we are giving thanks to God, we have to think back on what he's done in order to give thanks. I want you to think about it. When you tell someone thank you, it is because you either just experienced or have experienced something that they've done for you, and so the correct response is to give thanks in gratitude and thankfulness for what they have done. So in essence, we give thankfulness as a witness, gratitude as a witness of what someone has done. In this passage of Scripture, the people gave thanks for what God has done and how great God is. And notice they didn't specifically talk about all the stuff that he had done for them. He gave me food and, and he, you know, gave me shelter and, and gave me clothes. Don't get me wrong. Those things are important to give thanks for. But can we just thank God for being who God is? Yes, sir. Can we just thank God for being the great God he is? Can we just thank God for being the majestic God he is? We talked about uh, uh, Elder Bryant, Elder Elect Bryant on Sunday talked about moving from being situational to relational. Don't just thanks, don't just give thanks because of the situation you see or the situation you're in, like an event like Thanksgiving, but be relational with it. Do it because of the relationship. Thank you, God. Do it because of what you know and who you know about the person. We give thanks to God, not always because of what he's done, because truth be told, if we always did it because of what he's done, we would miss out on giving God thanks because he doesn't always do what we want him to do for us. Come on, can we just be honest? Can we just be real? There's some things we prayed for, believing that we were praying the will of God over our lives, but truth be told, we were praying for our own comfort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were praying for what we wanted. We were praying for what was going to make us comfortable, make us happy, make us feel good. But when we, in reality, when God gave that no, come on in here, glory be to God, we found out that his no was so going to be so much better than the yes we were hoping he gave us. I wish somebody would listen to me on this morning. Listen, we've got to thank God because God is. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And not just thank him 
quietly. Come on in here. That scripture says in verse 8 that we are to shout it to the nations. We are to proclaim it. Say it out loud. We're supposed to tell the entire world of who he is. Huh? Come on. If you need something to think about, well, what am I going to tell him? You can come back to this chronicle, this chapter, 1 Chronicles 16, and you can tell somebody about the wonderful acts and his holy name, about his strength, about miracles, about the judgments he pronounced. Are you listening to what I'm saying in here? Again, every judgment that God pronounced is not always against somebody else that's against us. Sometimes he pronounces judgment against us. But because he is a just God, come on, somebody, we've got to acknowledge his right to pronounce judgment against us when we go against his will and go against his way. But we still can show enough say he is a just God because he reigns, come on, on the just and the unjust, huh? Come on. The, the, the Bible declares that he remembers his covenant forever. He remembers the covenant that he made with Abraham, with with. with, with with Jacob, with Isaac. He remembers the covenant that he made with the children of Israel, and he remembers it forever. We will forget it, but he will never forget his covenant. He will not just remember it, but he will remain faithful. Come on in here. He'll remember. He'll remain faithful to his covenant forever. Ever. Hallelujah. You're still looking for something to tell the nations about. Tell the nations about God's protection when his people were vulnerable. If you always wanted to know what touched not mine anointed and do, my prophets no harm came from hello. It came right here. Why? Because God does not allow us to be vulnerable against those that come to try and attack us. Huh? You're still looking for something Talk, just talk about his splendor. Talk about his majesty. Talk about his strength. Talk about the joy that is his dwelling place. You all, we have a reason and a right. Yes, sir. We have a reason and we have a right to be in gratitude to God for how good God is. Will you do me a favor? When you're giving God thanks tomorrow, will you give him thanks for some of these things? Will you add some of these things to your list of thanksgiving? Why? Because a thankful heart is a testimony to the greatness of God. It is. You all, and when we think about how grateful we are, huh, how grateful we are to God, our gratitude changes everything. Everything might not be the way we want it to be. But when we're giving thanks, it changes our perspective. It changes everything. Let's pray. Our gracious Father and our Lord God, we do now thank you. And we thank you, oh God, for just being who you are. Everything might not be everything, as we call it. But God, it is exactly what you would have it to be for us. And so, God, we give you thanks for being the God over our lives. God, as we go into tomorrow, God, continue to give us an attitude of gratitude. 
Be with us on today and be with us as we uh, celebrate with family and friends. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless each and every one of you. Have an amazingly God-blessed day. In Jesus' name.